This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Episode number 332. What did you watch this week? My name is Mike. My name is John. What up, John? Oh, you know, stuff and things and things and stuff. And yeah. I hear you. I'm all about the stuff and the things sometimes. How, how about that Twitter? You still um, using that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's from my vantage point, it hasn't changed. From what I from what I've tailored my feed to, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. With the people I've blocked or muted. Uh-huh. Um I have noticed a couple of people bought themselves a blue check mark that mm-hmm. are in my feed. Yeah. I have no intent on that. Um Yeah, I don't know. It I, I don't ever see it dying, dying going away, but uh Really? Yeah, I don't. Unless um, he shuts it down. He's fired a giant chunk of the workforce. Uh, advertisers are pulling out. Uh, it, like it is a absolute dumpster fire right now. It is yeah. crashing and burning around him. He, uh, all of his security team, and I mean security team and their bosses all quit. Like uh, this is literally devolving in real time. So I wouldn't be surprised if it disappeared. What would people do then? Uh, they're finding other alternatives already. Like what? I honestly don't know what they are because I don't care enough to. I don't care either. Uh, I saw one name that I didn't even know that I hadn't heard about it, but apparently it's an up and comer in this kind of thing. So good for them on that. But yeah, um, it's like literally if you if you were to Google what's going on with Twitter right now, it's pretty scary. Like this isn't just like, oh, boy, he's kind of messing up like this guy. He uh, he sent out a amidst firing had like thousands of people. He uh, he sent out a notification to them that said effective immediately. No more work from home. You're all expected to be in the office at least 40 hours a week um, where the previous CEO had told everybody, you know, work from home is permanent now. So it's almost as if he's trying to destroy it. Um, like literally, if you look at some of the stuff that he's done, it legitimately feels like he is trying to do everything in his power to destroy it. Uh, the, uh, those blue checks that you were talking about, people yeah. are buying those and then changing their names to match different famous companies. Like somebody purchased a blue check and changed their name to Nintendo. Just their screen name, you know, there's still a, a different oh, yeah. at, but then they're tweeting out stuff on Nintendo's behalf and it looks legitimate if you just glance at it. So some of those matter, some of them don't. Uh, there was a medical company that somebody, you know, blue checked themselves and copied this medical company and said, we're giving out insulin for free from now on. And uh, the medical company came on and was like, no, 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 we are not. But it caused their stocks to drop and. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's an actual well, that, dumpster that, fight. That that is a bad thing right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not positive. Nope. Um, nope. But you know, again, I don't know what any other social media apps are besides the old Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I'm, um, I do have the Snapchat, uh, but I don't really use it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. If we it, will. It's it's interesting to watch from here. You know, I'm not involved in it, but it's interesting to watch. I mean, guess what? There was a time in our lives when Twitter didn't exist. That is correct. And uh, we all, I mean, succeeded. Somebody to maybe, lean on. Maybe, maybe we didn't succeed in life, but uh, we all we all lived our lives without the Twitter. Mm-hmm. So if it does go away, I guess we'll live our lives without the Twitter again. Mm-hmm. Although they'll figure, Twitter's, they'll figure a different one out. When Twitter's used for the for, for good, it's it's mm-hmm. good. It yeah. really is. You yep. know? I mean I worked really hard at uh crafting my timeline to to block all kinds of shit and not see things. So Yeah. Nice. Sounds like a noble effort. I mean so, uh, time time and energy into it. Yeah. I uh, I did not watch a lot this week. I I mean I'm gonna say I didn't, but I kind of did on one hand. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I got zero movies in. Um, as I mentioned just before we started, God of War Ragnarok came out this week, and that has been occupying all my time. It is a beautiful game. It is stunning. Cinematic, great voice cast. Um, yeah, so that's been occupying a lot of my time. I got two movies in. Hmm. Which is low for you. Yeah, one's new to me and one's not. So, well, let's just get into the shows real quick. Um, let's do it. I haven't watched any more of The Midnight Club. Okay. Um, I forgot to watch the second episode of Rock. Came out Friday, the new rock show. Uh, I don't remember if I watched Quantum Leap or not. Was there a new one? Uh, yes, there was. This was I the one. It. This was the one where uh, when he left in, he was a kid trying to escape. Yeah. It looked like a summer camp. Yeah. Okay. I did not watch it. No. I did not watch it. Okay. Yep, I remember watching you talking right now. So I did not watch Quantum Leap. Kind of forgot, to be honest. It was good. It was a rough week. And I sat there last night trying to think, what haven't I watched? What do I need to watch? Mm -hmm. And I should have looked at my list because Quantum Leap didn't even cross my mind. Neither did Uh, Young Rock. Like I said, that's why I love that TV time app because I could just look on there and I'm like, there it is. Yeah, I should probably Um, cue that up. Young Rock was good. Um, I... uh, I'm looking forward to you talking about, you know, how it lines up. I, it seemed like this was pretty accurate. You know, this mm-hmm. was talking about, it was a lot of build up to the heel turn. Like we didn't get that until the very end. You knew it was coming because the episode's called Rocky sucks. Um, yep. But yeah, it didn't pop. We didn't get full into it until the end of the episode. Quantum leap. Was that good? It was very good. Um, the the story in the episode was really good. Um, the stuff that's going on outside, eh, um, they, they managed to bottle a few people um, 
which I didn't appreciate, but okay. And uh, we got a little closer to the answers of why Ben did the leap. Okay. Have you watched... Did you watch any of the Cabinet of Curiosities? No. Based on okay. how you said that the first three were good and then it went downhill quickly, I'm like, eh. I finished it. Okay. The first three were good and worth your time. After Beyond that, that, not so much. Okay. Yeah, but I would say definitely watch the first three. Okay. Yep. I might do that then. Yeah, and then just you can just skip the others. Okay. You watched any more of Blockbuster? Or have you watched any of Blockbuster? I have not watched any of Blockbuster yet. Okay. I haven't and watched any more than the first two episodes. Yeah, you said that it was eh. Yeah, it was it was okay. I mean, I'll finish it at some point. But. Yeah, I do want to see it. It's one of those that I do want to sit down. I do want to watch it, but eh. Uh, CSI Vegas, still good. Enjoy the show. Um, again, if you like the original run of CSI, you'll like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, some 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 cool like they've definitely advanced the. Um, Oh, as technology has advanced in the art of forensics, they've definitely they're they're advancing it on the show. So it's kind of cool to see the new things that can be done, because I will say this. A lot of the stuff like, yes, they you know, they things conveniently happen the way they do. But when it comes to time, the, the technology and the science of things, maybe they speed up the process a little bit for the sake of the TV show, like fingerprint mm-hmm. matching and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But it's still based on hard science. And to me, that's fascinating. Like, mm. the new, you know, as technology has advanced, whatever. So, yeah, but it's a good show. Um, Alaska Daily, again, it's I don't I can't give it a hard sell. I, I am drawn to the show, but it's not something I see. Like, I, I go, oh, new episodes. I can't wait to watch it. It's more along the lines of like, oh, hey, it's 630 and. We don't have any shows to watch. And hey, I'll watch this because mm-hmm. we can. I can watch it in front of Wesley and yeah. But I still, I mean, it's it's decent. Not doing a good job putting some stuff over this week. I realize. Um, I will say that I finished watching. Well, we finished watching season three of Love Is Blind. Oh yeah, that's how was that? It was good. Um, lot of drama. You know, the last episode is the reunion. Because basically this all filmed in like the summer of 2021. And uh, so now, you know, they got everybody together, had them all watch the show as they cut it. And then, you know, sit there and talk about what happened to them. Who's who's with who still, you know, are you still doing this? Are you still doing this? What did you think about this? How do you think you were portrayed? Um, It was enjoyable. It was fun. You know, there's always at least one villain of the season. And, um, Lots of drama. Uh, it was good. I'll, I'll tell you this. If for anybody who watches it, if you do watch all the way through, um, watch the reunion and then watch through the credits because there is actually a PS, surprisingly enough. During okay. the uh, yeah, during the reunion, they're all talking, and one of the women is talking about this incident that happened, and they're all like, oh, the tangerine incident, the tangerine incident, oh, God, the tangerine and And the guy that she's talking to, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she like talks about it in detail. And he's like, I don't remember this at all. And she's like, well, you did it. And he's like, I don't remember it. 
And he starts <laughs> saying, he's like, he's like, if you have the footage, please play it. Please just show us the footage. And then we get through the whole thing and then the credits roll and then they go, the tangerine incident. <laughs> You're like, oh, so you get to watch it. So, yeah. Is it funny? No, no, it's tragic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the no, build up was it's fun, tragic. But, yeah. Um, fair enough. I didn't watch any more of the peripheral yet. Uh, like I said, I haven't really, uh, we have not watched any more doctor who because, um, Julia is well aware that the next episode is Matt Smith's last. So yeah. it's one of those, you got to kind of build up to it. So, well, I know our Tuesday night last week got dominated by the election. As much as we didn't want to watch the election, we couldn't stop watching the election. Uh-huh. Which, so. do you remember when you used to be able to watch it and it was just done? And instead, nowadays, it's like, oh, this is going to go on for the next four or five days. And oh, or weeks. Oh, we got to have a runoff. Or we gotta I was going to say, runoff like, in Georgia. It's like, yep. is it because in the past, elections were, were won decidedly and now everything is just too close? No, uh, it's because in the past, while there's always been the option for mail-in ballots or absentee ballots, they were hardly ever used. Like they were, they were basically used for, you know, people who were bedridden or overseas or something. So there were very few to count nowadays, more and more people are doing absentee ballots. They're doing mail-in ballots. And, uh, so there's a lot more for people to count afterwards. So they got to do all the live stuff and all the, you know, yeah, I was I guess I, I was always under the impression when I was younger that like to get an absentee ballot, you had to have a, a damn good valid reason. And uh, and and now it's and, and now like it's just if you want one, you can have one. And maybe that's how it's always been. And people just didn't take advantage. Yeah. of it. Yeah. To my knowledge, it's always been that way. But yeah, nobody took advantage of it because I think it was more of a stigma than anything. Like it was one of those it's reserved for people who legitimately can't be there. Uh, you know. Our parents did numbers on us with stuff like that. You know, we have all this trauma because our parents were like, oh, you need to do this and this and this. And, you know, we didn't really need to do it, but it was convenient as hell two weeks ago when I went to register my vehicle and I said, hey, can I have my absentee ballot while I'm here? And they're like, absolutely. And I filled it out, sealed it and passed it back to them. Did the same thing. Came back from our trip. We're like, we got one day off. Let's go over there and do that so that we don't have to fight the crowds later. Yep. Um, I did watch oh, one so more. News there's a, there was a, I'm sorry. There's a guy that, that his last name is, is bustle. Okay. And Kate and Wesley, every day when they walk to school and walk home, they pass a couple of his political signs and they, they sing a song they made up. That's like bustle ain't got no hustle. You know, they think it's funny cause he's seven. Mm-hmm. Wesley came up with it. So Kate did go vote on election day. And she went and picked up Wesley at school, and then she went right over to the polls because he wanted to go see what it was about. So she decided to wait instead of doing absentee, which, I, you know, that's cool. He wants to see it. So Bustle was there at the door opening the door for people. Like, the people campaigning, they're not allowed to go inside, but they can be outside. Mm-hmm. So he was opening the door, and, and Wesley, you know, as soon as he saw him, he was like, oh, my God, because his picture's on the sign. It's a celebrity. Well, no, but, like, he started singing the bustling got no hustle song. Like awesome. <laughs> as soon as they walked by him. And then when he didn't win, it's cause you know, he didn't have any, he hustle, didn't have apparently. hustle. He didn't have hustle. Sorry. Just thought it was funny. Love it. <sighs> what were you saying um, now? I watched one new show this week and I watched all of it. I watched two new shows this week. 
Okay. Um, so, Tales of the Jedi. Oh, okay. So I watched two episodes of that so far. What did you think of it? Oh, you I like you it. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're like 15 minutes long each. Yep. And it's six episodes total. And there's three about Dooku and three about Ahsoka. Um, kind of filling in gaps in their stories. I mean, Ahsoka, it's it's harder because they start off with her being born. Yeah, you know? but it was still a good episode. It was a very good episode, but I'm like, where do you go from here? You've got two yeah. more episodes. Um, yeah. And then Dooku's were really good, and they actually make you, like, you almost side with him at the end of it, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got to watch the last four still. Uh, yeah. I actually kind of forgot about it. So it's a good mm. reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out and let me know what you think. But yeah, it yeah. was, it was I, quite I mean, good. I love the first two, the previous star Wars. Bad, bad. Batch. No, I didn't like bad batch. I the didn't other like one, it either. the, uh, the, the short they did with the anime style. And oh they had the different, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like each episode was drawn by somebody different. Like I liked mm-hmm. a good majority of those. And so, yeah. um, one of the new shows that Kate and I watched was, uh, Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone on Paramount. How's that? Uh, we we liked it a lot. Yeah. Actually, Kate said tonight, she goes, I was like, you want to watch them? She's like, yeah, I want to watch that Rocky show in, in Texas. <laughs> I'm like, it's it's Oklahoma. And let me. I was going to say, like, there's multiple things wrong with that sentence right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, I know. I went, it's Oklahoma, but uh, let's take a look. And it's they're only releasing one episode a week on Sundays. So we happened to watch the first episode last night. Gotcha. Um, I liked it. Um it's it's about an old school like Italian gangster who spent the last 25 years in prison. So when he just got Did out he of beat prison, somebody up in a boxing match. Nope. When he got out of prison in 2022 or 2021 or whatever it is, you know, like think of the techno technological advances that happened in those 25 years. Like cell phones mm. essentially didn't exist, and now everyone walks around with a high high power computer in their pocket. Right. You know what I mean? And like marijuana is legalized and there's a, there's a, it's, it's worth watching, but there's a, a funny thing where he goes to this marijuana medicinal marijuana place and he, you know, to shake them down to force them to give him money and everything. And the guy's just like, but it's legal. I'm going to yeah. protect you from the, from the police and the criminals. There, there are no criminals. Like, we actually nobody's competing with me yeah he's like we actually need protection from you like it's just (laughs) it's pretty decent um yeah i liked it i like it so far so we'll check it out out weekly thanks Uh, ghosts dumb deaths wait wait you said that you watched two new shows yeah i'll talk about the other one a little bit okay ghost dumb deaths so this episode, uh, a producer shows up from a documentary series called Dumb Deaths, and they're going to make a, a film about Flower's death, about how the bear hugged her and killed her. Which we got to see in the very beginning. Which I thought was hilarious when she dies and the boyfriend mm-hmm. runs away. Uh-huh. And then it's like, was it it's Thorfinn and, and, and um, oh, the Native American. Yeah, Saz. Oh, Saz, yeah. Like, oh, she's staying. Hey, guys, what's yep. up? You guys from the rave? Oh, I won't want to be that girl. And then cut to credits, you know, opening <laughs> credits. Yep. Um, and it's funny to me how, like, instead of Sam just saying, yes, we'll do it because we need the 10 grand, she's waiting for Flower to say it's okay, which I guess on one hand is respectful. But on the other hand, she's going to forget in 10 seconds. That's what I thought, too. I was like, she's yeah. going to forget. Don't worry yeah. about it. 
Uh, but she agrees. And then when they come to shoot the episode, it's like, oh, yeah, we're not doing it about flower. There's too many animal related deaths in this season. Seeing I already bought the venue. We did some research and we're going to do it on this guy named Pete. Got shot in the neck with an arrow. So. Pete's kind of offended. I don't know. It was a good episode. Because Pete sat there and tried to convince Flower of it. He's like, you'd be helping yeah. Sam and, and Jay, and it would be so wonderful, and I wish I had that opportunity. And they're like, look, now you've got the opportunity. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. You must be so happy you have this opportunity. And then like the and then the actor, of course, playing Pete is a, just a piece of shit. Yeah, uh, he's the stereotypical dick actor. What's my motivation? Exactly. Yeah. What is the character? I'm going to give him an alcohol problem. Yeah, and, the, and everyone's like, who gives a shit? Go ahead. And and Pete's, of course, offended because he doesn't drink, and that's not exactly what happened and everything. And so and he doesn't want, like, his former scouts and his family, you know, his, his grandchild, kid. Grandchild, yeah. yeah, he doesn't want them to see this and yeah. think that he was a drunk. And so they – they get one of Pete's former scout members there. And she actually says, actually, he seemed really distracted. Something about donut holes because his wife ate them all, even though she doesn't like donuts. Mm-hmm. And then they have a debate over the donut hole. acts actually cut out of the donut. No, it's not. It's a separate machine. Like that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was distracted and he handed, he handed out the bow and arrow before he even gave us safety instructions. And so Pete's like, you're right. I did. I deserve this. Like the whole thing was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do like through circumstances, they end up doing flowers death and they Sam played flower. Yes. And the actor still played the hippie, but instead of running away, he had like this big emotional scene yeah. and then soiled himself. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That show still produces. It's still great. Oh, absolutely. Love it. We got Andor to talk about. Uh, let's see. The Rookie. Oh, yeah. That's a show that's on TV. Man. Uh-huh. Can we marry Sue every single character on this show? Chen's going undercover again. Not only does Chen go undercover, integrate <laughs> herself in this gang, solves the crime, and arrests the people from it. All in the same episode, like in the uh-huh. same day. Yeah. Like it happened in a day. Yeah. A day. Yeah. Like they, they welcomed her with open arms, uh, took her with them. And yeah, she basically solved everything. And, yeah. you know, the thing is, they never really resolved. Like this gang still exists. Like they got right. the, the girl that killed that the liquor yeah, store they owner. A murder. Yeah, but the gang still exists. Chen can't go back undercover because she's been made now. Like, oh, yeah. yes, only that girl saw her, but, but still, word's gonna get around. Still, yeah, yeah, she's not gonna yeah. be mute in prison. It's um, just, yeah. So that gang still exists, and they're still gonna do what they do. I mean, I, I, I know we say, oh, we don't dislike the show, but like, starting to. Well, uh, okay, so I've been watching a lot of Grimm lately, like, mm-hmm. uh. And, you know, Grimm season one and even two and parts of three were so good. Mm-hmm. And then it just got so convoluted for like two seasons. It was all and then, drama. Like, and then like the last season got got better again. But like the early well, they episodes. They forgot that they were doing the key thing. Remember that? Yeah. Like in the first yes. few seasons, it was all about the keys and the lore and the creatures. Yeah. And then it turned into drama and whose baby yeah. is who and who's the prince. Right. And then it's like they suddenly remembered, oh, shit, we were doing that thing with the keys. Fuck, we got to do that again. And then they introduced trouble 
uh, a Grim mm. who doesn't know she's a Grim and doesn't understand. Like when we were learning about Nick and the lore and everything else and the different Vessen and what they did and like it was so interesting and original and fascinating. And then, you know, Juliet. Juliet was her, a good character until she oh, wasn't. Juliet, Juliet loses her memory, and then she gets it back. Yay! And then, you know, Nick has his powers taken away for six episodes. Thank God it was so short. Yeah. But then Juliet gets, like, dies, becomes a witch and dies. Uh-huh. And then she, and then she becomes back as Eve. Uh-huh. And then, you know, kills Nick's mom. And then somehow reconciles a little bit with Nick. But then they mm-hmm. don't get back together ever. And then, like, and even the fact that, like, Adeline and Nick have a kid together and form a relationship and fall in love with each other. Like that whole thing was convoluted as shit. But once they were actually together as a couple, I liked them. And that, that's the rookie to me. I really enjoyed the first couple seasons of the rookie, mm-hmm. but as the show goes on, the characters aren't getting, it's just, it's becoming too far fetched. Nolan and his rookie, they, find they see a woman shoot a dude in broad daylight in a car yeah yeah and so there's a lot of things wrong with this first off you know they chase her down on foot she has a gun and they chase her down on foot and make her throw out the gun and she yeah drops it Mm -hmm. um a dog yeah points a dog a stray dog laying on a blanket on the ground points at the trailer to let nolan know where she is Uh uh-huh why uh-huh. was that necessary? It wasn't. Oh, okay. Um, th- through convoluted circumstances and blah, blah, blah. So they they do a uh, autopsy on this guy or preliminary investigation determines that he bled out because he was stabbed. So he was already dead when she shot him. But then by the end of the episode, they discover, no, he bled out, but he was already dead because what was it? His wife he got had drugged him. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they very easily solved that. But here's the thing that got me was the fact that uh, Nolan actually had a conversation with his sergeant about who was going to get charged with what because, you know, well, she shot this guy and she thought that she was killing him, but he was already dead. So is it really manslaughter? Is it murder? And the sergeant's like, I don't know. It's up to the DA to decide. I can't figure it out. Well, how do we book her? I don't know. Like, somebody must have seen this happen at some point. Like I'm sure somebody in the DA's office has had this come up once or twice. I'm sorry. I I, grizzled police officer, a a veteran of the force for that many years. He would know the answer to that. He would easily. I, I I will say this. Say it. Even after 22 years in, in, in public safety, 911 dispatching, Mm -hmm. I, we still come across things where I'm just sitting there going like, well, shit, I wouldn't, I can't, you can't even make that up. Right. And, and also like off the top of my head, I don't know. I'm going to have to try to find the answer on this because like, I get it. You know, in this case, she can't be charged for murder or attempted murder. So is it desiccation of a corpse, discharging a firearm in public? Like there's, there is some sort of crime, but you're right. The fact that the captain didn't know. So they called Bradford who didn't know Bradford doesn't know something. And then okay. oh, let's so, let like, the DA decide, you know, like, so like, yes, I agree with what you're saying. Like, 
Yeah, this isn't Gray. He's the commanding thing. officer, and he yeah. called one of his subordinates to ask him what to do. Right. What? Yeah. What? And also, you're absolutely right. The thing is, she had the intent to murder this person. However, right. you it, it is a corpse. She didn't know that at the time. So right. uh, her lawyer will probably say that, you know, oh, well, she was acting in duress and she realized that he was really dead. And that's why she discharged the gun, because, you know, she knew she couldn't be tried. So she was just frustrated. So it's desecrating a corpse. You know, that's fine. Right. That's if her lawyer argues that, which, of course, they're going to, you know, no matter what, because, yes, she can't be charged with murder. She can't be charged with attempted murder. You and I know right. this. Right. But, you know, discharging the firearm in public. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, endangerment, you know, she was firing it into a vehicle. She didn't know who else was in there or who was on the other side of the vehicle. There could have been somebody on the sidewalk. So, yeah. (sighs) Oh, and let's not forget the C story of Bailey feeling that the mojo in the house is off. Oh, yeah. And Selena is helping her figure out the juju and They're really leaning way too hard into this rookie and her spirituality. Don't get me wrong. I'm a spiritual person myself. This is fucking ridiculous. Like, this is almost farcical at this point. The the lengths that they're going to to add depth to this character. In the beginning, the first couple of seasons, these were real police officers. This was real no. life stakes. We know the potential that this show yeah. has or could have. Or has had in the past, so it 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 draws you in and makes you you know, like all right, we're gonna stick around and, and keep watching this because I know how good it can be or could be. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, yeah. Instead, they're failing. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think we keep coming back episode after episode because we know how good it can be or could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're hoping that maybe they'll just like snap out of it. You know, maybe we're those people who are in the abusive relationship and we're like, I think he'll get better. I'm I'm sure that she'll she'll come around one of these days. I remember how good things were in the beginning and I just want to get back to that. I'm I'm sure, you know, once she goes through this period, she'll be back to her old self. Yep. Mm. So Andor. So Andor. I I, I I love this show. Me too. It really does get better and better. Like this episode, if you break it down, very little happened in this episode. They escaped. That's that's I mean, that's if you want to sum it up, it's the escape episode. Yeah, that, I literally my first note was prison break. Yeah, yeah, it's a prison break. That's what it is. It's everything involved with that. Like. You know, flooding the room, disabling the floor, overtaking that one floor, then running around and freeing the other floors, shutting down the floor. You know, like it just everything. Everything was so good. But really, the best part, I think, of the episode was when um, Andor and uh, Andy Serkis, his character, was it Davo? No, 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 not Davo. Who am I talking about? Hold on. Kino. Snow. Jesus Pro. Kino. Snoke. It's Kino. In this in this corner of in Star this Wars, incantation, it it's Kino. <laughs> but anyhow, when 
him and, and, and Cassian go up on the main floor and he's like, all right, you need to tell everybody what's going on. And he's like, what? Yeah, it's the, it's got to come from you. The, you know, they'll listen to you. And he has that amazing monologue mm. to fire everybody up and to rise up. That was so well, goddamn good. And like, the thing so is, so good. Part of the reason that it was so good is because it didn't start out good. This was not some scripted Braveheart speech where he stood there and had all the right words. Like he started off, he's like, "Uh, you you know me. And he's like, dude, really? That's it? That's what you've got? Yeah. And it built and built and it felt like an organic type thing. This is like the best wrestling promo in the world because (laughs) it's not a script. It really is the wrestler talking from his heart, starting out kind of sloppily. And then all of a sudden it just flows together because it's pure emotion. And, mm-hmm. and it, there's nothing, no one telling him what to say. And I realize this is a scripted show, so it's all acting. I understand that, but it was so damn good. And I got more and more excited as he was cutting it, as he, as he's doing his monologue mm-hmm. and saying that promo, if you will. And I was just like, yeah, by the time he was yeah. done, it was so good. It and was then, so good. And then later on, when he's just like, I can't swim. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I want to know what happened to him. I want to know what happened to him. So everything that happened with this prison break was tense. It was oh, nerve wracking. So and it just like his speech, it built slowly. This wasn't one of those where like this one group took over the entire place like they it started off small and they had you know multiple guards that were fighting back against them and they spread out and they overwhelmed and then they made it to another section they were like hey do this and the people were like i don't know what you're talking about and then they shot guards and so you got to watch it happen like in real time and realistically this was not uh you know a plucky group of three rebels taking on an entire army people died a lot of people died a lot of the prisoners died and it was tragic watching each one of them you're like no no but like they had said you know we're going to die here we've learned that we are going to die here no matter what um so watching this happen in real time and watching them slowly go through the the pl- well i say slowly they were all running but you know again it wasn't just one of those like the scene flips yeah. and They've taken over the whole place. Like we actually had to watch them do it. We had to watch them go through, get the turbine shut down. Um, it, it was fucking impressive. Um, again, I want to know what happened to him because, you know, we see Andor get pushed off. We see them all jumping into the water mm-hmm. and kind of swimming away, but we don't, we don't know what happened to, to I, I'm, does he die? Does he not die? I mean, well, he also really couldn't have been the only one who can't swim. Like I can't imagine that of all those people. Cause there were a shit ton of people there. And that's why the guards eventually hid was because they're like, fuck, we are way outnumbered. I oh, can't yeah. imagine he's the only one who couldn't swim. So there's probably a bunch of them who are going to have to figure out how to get off there because the guards caught there somehow. So, you know, yeah. there's got to be a way to get off. So here's my big question. And I saw this kind of straight away when Cassian and the others first get out of there, the floors aren't deactivated yet. Why is no one putting on the safety boots? If the floors get activated to make sure that they're safe and they don't get zapped. Uh, I don't think, I think that it would have taken too much time. 
I think that they were like, no, just keep moving. We've got to take this place as quickly as possible. The floors seemed to be controlled individually and then the core. So they knew that yeah. they had to get to the core command center, but you know, they stopped the individual floor there, which bought them some time to get to the core. I think that it would have taken too much time to lace up the boots and, you know, make sure that they were protected. So I, I, I think that it was just, it was a guerrilla tactic. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Um, the other thing that is like, that was just, it was so amazing to watch that. It was so epic. It was so awesome. I love so many things about this. I love the fact that this is star Wars yet. You wouldn't know it. If you brought somebody else in to watch this, they would not know that this was a star Wars show. It doesn't have any of the normal trappings of Star Wars. They don't talk about Jedi or the Force or anything. There's no. They talk about the Empire, but there's yep. been lots of empires throughout they've history. Of, they've, they've talked about the Rebellion. Yep, they've talked about the Rebellion. And, and we see stormtroopers. Yep, yep. But otherwise, yeah, you're right. I mean... I think the stormtroopers would be the only way for people to really know. They'd be like, oh, oh, is this that Star Star Trek Wars? You'd be they like, shut throw up. Throw punch them and yep, kick them yep. out of your house. Yeah. So, but you're right. It is like, I, I know we've mentioned it. My buddies and I have mentioned it. Others people have mentioned it. Whose watches like, it's it's the first Star Wars that's completely outside Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, even Rogue One had Vader at the end, Princess Leia, the plans for the Death Star. I mean, like, that's definitely Star Wars all over it. Yeah. Mandalorian. I mean, everything else is definitely heavily Skywalker saga orientated or connected or adjacent or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is the first thing. And eventually, if you if you really want to get there, yes, this connects to Rogue One. So, I mean, it is sort of part of the Skywalker storyline, but it's really not. It's really not. It's really yeah. not. Um, but I'm I'm not upset with it at all. I'm I'm sad that we only have two episodes left this season because these ten. This is the only show. This is my only must-watch show every week that I have mm-hmm. currently. It's my only one that it's. Ooh, it's Wednesday. I can't wait to watch this. So here's another thing that I really love about this, and I don't know if you've been catching it, picking up on this as well. But so Star Wars: The Rebellion. You know, we always know the rebellion, the rebels, the rebels, the rebels. You assume that they had to start somewhere. You know, all rebellions have to grow out of something. They've kind of mentioned that here and there. We are seeing, not only are we seeing the birth of the rebellion or the early days of the rebellion, I should say, because it's it's not like we got to see the inception of it. But we're seeing the early days of the rebellion. We're seeing different types of rebellions. We're seeing Cassian who is trying to, you know, basically fuck with the empire just to make money, etc. Yep. He couldn't care less about the politics of it. You've got Luthen, you know, nope. Stellan Skarsgård, who has an entirely different take on it. Uh, he is really trying to undermine, He, you know, Saul Guerrero, he's getting him involved. He's trying to do the shadowy guerrilla type stuff. And... He, he's doing it politically, but at the same time, he's very nefarious about what he does. Like, he is a manipulator, and he is a fucker. Then you've got Mon Mothma, who is playing the high political game. You know, she's getting the banker involved. She's getting um, 
some of the high class people. She's she's working on the rebellion from the upper echelons, if you will. Uh, we got to see this week a very cringeworthy um, exchange where the banker brought in a guy that she didn't lo- like, didn't want to talk to him, and he essentially yeah. wants to have an arranged marriage between Mon Mothma's kid and his kid. And it's funny because I've made comparisons to this before, like this show versus Game of Thrones. Like in Game of Thrones, it would have been, yes, uh, I want to have my son marry your daughter and I need to test the meat first. So I'm going to fuck your daughter and uh, let my son watch while he diddles yep. his sister. You know, yep. that would have been Game of Thrones. This one, you know, it was just it, like it was never outright said. He said, you know, I just want to have him come and, and have a meeting and see the place and see if he likes it. And she's like, that's ridiculous. And he's like, is it really? I mean, don't you need my help? Like, it was so political, but highbrow. Yeah. And so we're seeing that the rebellion is really layered. We're also seeing that the Empire is not just Darth Vader running around killing Jedi. It's bureaucracy. Right. It is ridiculous. Ridiculous. You know, the whole thing about trying to fool that guy with the shuttle that has the dead people in it. And they're like, well, what we would do is we would investigate and, you know, we would check it out. So if we really want to fool him, then we should absolutely send our people out to investigate. We find out that, you know, one of these Imperial officers has been working for Luthen this whole time. Uh, It's just it's so good the way that they're layering it multiple ways. It's not just a straight up, you know, here's one camp of five main characters and they're running the whole rebellion. Nope. Nope. This is far reaching and it's different types. And I love it. Yeah. I really can't sell it better than that. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm in full, full on agreement with you when it comes to, this show, how amazing it is, how different it is, and and everything we're getting to see. Like I, I don't want to say I couldn't be happier, but like I really couldn't be happier. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Is that <sighs> the only other show we have? Yeah, I got so the other new show that I watched. Uh, Kate and I watched, we decided to sit down and watch that new Amazon original show, The English. We shared the trailer. It stars Emily Blunt. Oh, yeah. Takes place in uh, Old West Mm -hmm. in the late 1800s, 1890, more specifically is when we're seeing this happening. Sure. Um, We watched all six episodes. Mm. Came out on Friday. It was right up your alley. We watched four episodes Friday evening, and we watched the last two on Sunday when we got home. Um, we loved it. it. It is quite slow at times, uh, but not in a bad way. Like, we finished an episode, and Kate was like, man, I can't believe these episodes. They're not very long at all. I'm like, they're 51 minutes. She's <laughs> like, oh, like, I can't believe how much, uh, how fast the time went by. Um, yeah, they're, it, it's it's a fantastic show. It's it, It's an... It is an epic Western. Like it's basically, I want to say it's basically a five hour movie that they broke down into six episodes. Cause you know, they're 50 minutes a piece. Um, the opening credits is very, um, akin to the old, like, uh, spaghetti Western openings mm-hmm. with the graphics and everything. Um, the story is great. There's some great violence. Um, 
Absolutely loved it. Excellent. Absolutely oh. loved it. So, movies. Movies. I ain't got nothing. Like I said, God of War Ragnarok, that's my movie. <laughs> I watched two movies. Uh, I watched a classic. I guess I'm going to call it a classic, but I watched. Um, oh, hell, don't tell me. I won't. Point Break. I don't know why I couldn't think of the name of it, but I couldn't think of the name of it. Okay. You know, the old Keanu Reeves Point Break. I was going to say, it better be the right one. Yeah, no, I've never seen the new one. And I, I did I did do some reading to see what how, what, what the difference was in that. Um, a lot is what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, I can't believe Point Break is 31 years old at this point. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I haven't seen it in a long time. Thought it was good. So that's it. I enjoyed it. Thanks. Um, the movie I watched was the new Liam Neeson's movies, Blacklight. Uh, I saw that on there and went, huh? It's, I'm it's sure on, Michael watch it. It's on like, I think it's on like HBO or Paris. It's on a couple of different streaming ones. It's not just on one of them. Um, yeah, it's good. You know, it's good. That's it. Um, you know, Liam Neeson's, uh, he's a fixer for the FBI off the books. Um, something happens he doesn't believe in. He wants out. His boss doesn't want to let him out. There's some blackmailing. There's some threatening of families. There's some shooting. There's some violence. There's some Liam Neeson's being the badass. I mean, what more could you want? That, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, what more could you want? <laughs> Trailers and such? Trailers and such. Not a lot here either. Yeah, um, we really didn't we really didn't share a lot with each other. Like and I didn't really see a whole lot. I, I didn't either. You know, I, I was still checking my news feeds regularly and there was just not a lot that came out that was impressive this week, I guess. Yeah, um, let's see here. Oh, Warrior Nun came back, by the way, and I started watching the first few episodes. I started watching the first episode, and I was like, ah, I'm just not into this right now. Mm. Yeah, I got to be in the right state for it, but I'm yep. looking forward to that. That one came back, and also Mythic Quest came back on Apple Plus, so I'm looking forward to that. I have not watched any of season three yet, though, so. Okay. Um, I sent you the trailer for Mind Cage, which surprised me because I saw that Martin Lawrence was in it. And I was like, he's still acting? <laughs> I know. And then I watched the trailer and went, well, that's not very good. So it's got Martin I'm, Lawrence. I'm, I'm, I'm going to rephrase that. Now that's not very good. That's not what I expected. This is supposed to be yeah. a comedy. It's Martin Lawrence. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, Martin Lawrence, John Malkovich, and uh, Melissa Roxburgh, who I was like, who? And then I looked and I was like, oh, she's the detective lady from... Uh, Manifest, who's now playing a detective lady here. Okay. Yeah. Eh, looks interesting-ish. Yeah, pretty much. I um, don't know. This was definitely more for you than for me, because I know you are you follow a lot of this stuff. Stallone gave updates on Rocky and Rambo prequel suits. Excuse me. Yeah, I saw that. I can get behind that. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, I thought it was interesting because they, they're talking about a, a Rambo prequel series. 
You know, they, they wanted to tell a prequel. So it happens before, you know, um, he said that he thinks the series will happen. albeit not in the way he originally planned instead of a Ken Burns style prequel that focuses on a younger Rambo Stallone instead says the series might show an older Rambo passing the torch to someone else. That's not a prequel. That's a sequel. Unless he's going to be passing the torch well, by sitting there saying, here are my stories from when I was a kid or from when I was starting and, out. And I think what it is, actually, is that it's. um, Yes, it's a well, so there was two options I read on that for for the for the. um. There were two options that I read on that one for the Rambo one, which was one was a prequel, one was a sequel. And I think he wanted to do a prequel, but they're selling him on a sequel. Does that help? Okay. No? Yes, no? Kind of, yeah. Okay. So, but they're selling him on a, a sequel, yeah, so... Um, Zach Efron has a behind the scenes picture of Iron Claw. Yeah, um, he I I'm shocked how good he looks as uh, Von Eric there. Like genuinely <laughs> surprised. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about it, quite frankly. Now, thanks. I'm looking forward to a trailer. That's what I want to see. Like the picture looks good, but I want to see a trailer. Yep. yep. No, I get that. Um, you mentioned Warrior Nun. I sent you a message because I was like, I couldn't remember with Warrior Nun if it's one of those that we started out liking it and then ended up hating it or started out not liking it and ended up really liking it. And I thought I remember us liking it. Me too. I thought by the end it was better because I think at the beginning she was like, it was annoying because she didn't want to take responsibility and she just wanted to party with people. Maybe I'm thinking of a different show. Well, I think at the beginning, she just wanted to party with people. But I think by the end, I'm yes. not going to say she cleaned herself up, but like it was a lot different. Right. Because in the beginning, she died. And yeah. it, was, it wasn't that she killed herself, but that that woman killed her. Or did she convince her to kill herself? Because she was crippled. <sighs> Yeah, and then no. the halo ended up in her, and she could walk again. So then, yeah, she just wanted to fuck off and party. They tried to take the halo out, but it didn't work out. She did what the right thing. They she they unleashed. There's a there's a recap at the beginning of the episode, and I watched it, and I went, oh okay, I know what happened now. Like mm-hmm. they actually unleashed like the devil or some sort of demon, and and now she's still alive. They she says the halo at her, and they stop the bad guy. Mm-hmm. If that helps. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to the second season. I have a feeling I'm going to start watching it and be like, oh, yeah, I'm right back in. And quite possibly, yes. Yep. Um, so we got a first trailer for The Whale, the Brendan Fraser movie that got him standing ovation. Everybody in Hollywood's talking about it. Um, yeah. the, the trailer did nothing for me. Like it did absolutely nothing at all for me whatsoever. For as much hype as this movie's been getting and how many people have been praising his performance and his, his, you know, amazing presence on the screen. The trailer did nothing. And I'm sure that there'll be a second trailer that I'll go, Oh yeah. All right. But yeah, it didn't do anything for me. 
Yeah, I didn't I didn't care for it at all. Um Disney's looking to develop an Indiana Jones TV show. Okay. That was interesting. Yep. The Disney's on a fire right now. They're they're just they're absolutely crushing it with shows and movies and um they've gone so far beyond the you know, it used to be that they were the studio that produced really, really high quality animated movies. You know, the kind of movies that could win Oscars. And that was the thing that everybody knew Disney for. And now they're producing amazing shit. And granted, like they're not solely responsible for Marvel. They're not solely responsible for the star Wars stuff. You know, they bought those studios, but they know what they're doing because they're using those properties properly. They didn't buy them and then just shelf them or buy them and just kind of fuck off of them. They are actually putting their money where it needs to go. Yeah, no, they're, I think they're doing a great job, a great job of those properties. I think, like you said, a lot of people possibly are upset about it, but you know, I think, I think they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. <coughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. Um, <laughs> you sent me the trailer for John Wick Four. Yeah, it looks awesome. That's it. Nothing That's more it. needs to be said. Nope. Nope. There's dogs. They. It. it looks great. There's gonna be killing. Looks awesome. Yep. Um, Netflix is making a semi-animated Scrooge Christmas Carol. There's 12. Why? Why? Like, it doesn't look any any different. Like, the new Ryan Reynolds Will Ferrell one called Spirited, it's a take on the Christmas. You know, Scrooge was a good Mm -hmm. take on it. But do we need, do we need this? No, because this is literally just the exact, it's like formulaic storybook retelling of A Christmas Carol. We don't need it. We've got a million of those out there that are undoubtedly way better. Like, Absolutely, I would put money on it right now that there are tons of them out there that are way better than this one is going to be. So, yeah, I think no. I think so. Yeah. Um, we also got a trailer for The Witcher Blood Origin, which is the prequel series to The Witcher. Tells the early days. Looks pretty badass. Looks decent enough. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, nope is coming to Peacock November 18th. You should so I'll watch it. Be, yeah, I'll definitely be checking that out. Um, oh, big news this week. Sad news. Oh, yeah. Some deaths, you mean? Kevin Conroy. Yeah, that one, like Gallagher died and I went, oh. I didn't know he was alive and I thought he was older. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm good. But that, that um, was that's sad, but you know, moving on. Yes. But, um, Kevin, Kevin Conroy, Conroy, I was just like, Oh damn. Like somebody said this, so it's not my words, but I agreed with it completely. Anytime I look at a picture of Batman, anytime I read a comic, anytime mm-hmm. I see something that is Batman related, that is not fully animated or voiced, you know, 
I hear Kevin Conroy's voice. Like his is the voice of Batman, just the way that Mark Hamill's is the voice of the Joker to me. Yep. Um, so he is, was, and always will be Batman in my eyes. Um, that show was fucking amazing. Um, they've had many, many people do the voice of Batman since then in different animated movies, video games, etc. But Kevin Conroy's was just always, it was the right mix of gravelly, but not, it, it, he wasn't even trying. Like you see some of these guys, Christian Bale gets made fun of all the time for the way that he's, and it's farcical the way that he's trying to over the top, make it all gravelly and gruesome. And Kevin Conroy was just natural. He just yep. was Batman. It came out of him. And it was just like, Ooh, I'm Batman. Fucking amazing. Yeah. It kind of, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It also sucks because it reminded me seeing all the posts and seeing Mark Hamill post. I'm like, fuck Mark Hamill is going to die at some point. Like Kevin Conroy was only 66. Like that's pretty young when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's pretty wild. He, he never looked healthy in the past several years. He always looked really frail, really sickly. When we saw him on, um, what was it, Batgirl, when he did that little cameo on the CW. Um, yeah. He looked kind of sickly. And I don't know. I'm very sad about it. That sucked. Um. I think the only other trailer news I sent you this afternoon was the teaser trailer for 1923. Yeah, uh, a uh, Yellowstone origin story with uh, Harrison Ford. Uh-huh. Um, my wife had just said a couple days ago, oh, a new Yellowstone. Thing. I was like, oh, we'll watch that. It, do- it does look good. Yep. I just saw a thing tonight that said that Yellowstone beat Game of Thrones, I think, for uh, their season five premiere audience. That's I've crazy never- to me. I've never watched the new Yellowstone, and I, I, I don't intend to, to be honest. But you really liked the, uh, what was it, 18 or? 1893 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was really good. I enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> I think that's about it. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else. Neither do I. Like I said, it, it's a light week for us. Mm-hmm. I can't promise that I'm going to have beaten Ragnarok by next week, but I, I am I am off this week that we're in right here. I'm off next week, all of next week, because you know, the state's off for Thursday and Friday for Thanksgiving, yeah. and uh, I took Monday through Wednesday off. i got to burn down some vacation time, so I'm going to have nine days off. So I'm planning on clearing up some backlog and uh, hopefully having some fun as well. But, yeah. Well, good. I hope that works out. Me too. Yeah. Uh, nothing like uh, clearing out the old backlog. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I'm on Twitter while it exists. I'm Superstar Mel. <laughs> and I'm over there as the Quantum Geek, G33K. And that is our show. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you.